much. That's not me. Welcome to Tuned in Town, episode 54. Uh, today's date is February 7th, 2018. I'm your host, Devin, and uh, no one's with me today. No Caleb or Tacey. So, uh, but we do have a live studio audience here with us. Uh, and so this is just going to be a little bit of a different episode. We're going to skip Adventureland Chat and go straight into Tomorrowland Bugle, where we're going to talk about... Uh, a lot of different Disney news that uh, we're pretty excited about. And then we're going to he- go ahead and head into Miscellaneous Matterhorn, where we're going to talk about uh, some of the favorite things that the audience likes. So let's go ahead and get into Tomorrowland Bugle. Initiate countdown. Another and now for the news. All right, welcome to Tomorrowland Bugle. Uh, to start us off, we have Spencer. Hello, my name is Spencer, and I'm here with um, an article from New York Times reporting on the new um, President Trump animation... Animatronic? Yeah, animatronic that they have in, like, how they have Lincoln and all the other presidents in the... I believe it's in the Florida... Yeah, so at Walt Disney Disney World, World, the Magic Kingdom. Um, And it just kind of talks about how, like, over so much time of um, them not having Trump in and how they've kind of been trying to um, block Trump out of some of the mean comments that they've had. They've finally um, entered him into this new world of animatronics. Yeah, so I know that it's been um, very controversial that Disney was having a really hard time with allowing uh, President Trump in there just because of, you know, the controversy between people liking him and not so right yeah it's a big i don't know i think it's i think it's cool it's an a100 figure all electric and that's a big big revolution it's like no cords connected it's just uh a100 just means more fluid motion and just electric so yeah right thank you spencer yeah uh who wants to go next okay and it's sterling back after like a year (laughs) Man. After about a year of being gone, it's Sterling back for another round. Hello there. <laughs> uh, so go ahead and share your article. All right. My article is about how Disney's opening a streaming platform, which is basically Netflix, but it's for only movies and shows made by Disney. And so they're planning on having a lot of Star Wars and Marvel uh, shows on there and uh... oh okay that's, <laughs> that's cool and um, uh, yeah I it's weird to think that Disney's gonna try and go against Netflix and you know like Amazon Prime and Hulu and stuff like that because they're just such big companies right now that in my mind I don't see Disney being able to compete with them but it may work out yeah so, 
I hope to see a lot more of like maybe some of the rarer Disney films, you know, stuff that maybe I haven't seen before or even heard of. So yeah, they said they're going for quality more than quantity on this platform. Oh, okay. And so they're not going to have a lot on there, but what they're going to have on there is going to be good quality content. Ooh, cool. Okay. Thank you, Sterling. Uh, okay, Mitchell, go ahead. Hey guys, what's up? My name is Mitchell, <laughs> and uh, my article is uh, what Disney's acquisition of Fox means for Marvel superhero movies. All right, so Disney ruling the world slowly. Yeah, they're surely. they're gonna soon buy my life. <laughs> Anyways, I recently read an article. Well, if you guys do not know that Disney bought Fox for fifty-two point four billion dollars. Now that's no? a okay. that's a a lot of money. <laughs> Anyways, so this basically means is Fox owns like a lot of uh, Marvel-related superheroes like X-Men and uh, Fantastic Four and stuff like that. And uh, I, there's this cool part that says, uh, if I can find it real quick. Um, today, after weeks of speculation, Disney confirmed it, it will require a majority of 21st century Fox assets, including film properties and some its television businesses, in a deal worth $52 billion, among other seismic shifts. Uh, throughout the entertainment industry, Disney's deal will, with Fox will bring the X-Men, the Fantastic Four, uh, their respective villains, and several other characters back under the roof of the Disney-owned Marvel Studios, making this the first time in history that Marvel's most popular superheroes and supervillains will share the same cinematic universe. Now, I think this is really cool because um, the last Fantastic Four movie didn't do so well. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool to think that all of the uh, superheroes and everything are able to join into one universe. Yeah, it's really cool. Marvel Cinematic Universe. Just um, just because uh, I know that because of licensing rights and everything that, you know, the Avengers are over in the MCU while, you know, you have Fantastic Four and uh, partially some of Spider-Man and Venom and stuff are over in another universe. So, yeah, that's it's cool that they're able to join them together. Yeah, and uh, I really like the Fantastic Four, so it would be cool. And, you know, all the uh, new superhero movies that Marvel has released, they're really good. And if Fantastic Four was under the roof, it would probably turn out to be, like, one of the greatest, so. Okay. Nice. <laughs> cool, thank you. Who wants to go next? <laughs> Hello. Hello. My name is Isaac, and I am talking about the one and only Kim Possible. Woo! Yeah, yeah Kim Possible! Kim Possible. It's been gone for a decade. Yep, so. it's pretty <laughs> crazy. Um, they're making a live-action movie at Disney Channel right now, and it's it's supposed to be pretty good. Um, it's by the creators of Big Hero 6 and the Penguins of Madagascar, so you know, that's Ooh. pretty... You know, pretty yeah, good. That was pretty, pretty good. good. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can see that they're just trying to, you know, revive one of the more popular Disney Channel series. So, series, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, anything else? That's it. Okay, cool. Thank you. Uh, is it just you left, Brayden? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Brayden. All right. My name is Brayden. And I'll be talking about the one and only Star Wars. Woo! So, <laughs> so Disney is developing 
more Star Wars shows. So in November, shortly after granting Ryan Johnson his own Star Wars trilogy, Disney announced that it was developing a live-action Star Wars TV show for its streaming app that may or may not have been a revival of a canceled show that was in the works before George Lucas sold the brand to Disney. Today, Disney gave the Game of Thrones company showrunners, uh, like the people, David Benioff, I don't know how to say his name. He's offended somewhere. <laughs> Good job, Brayden. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's listening to this, this episode. He's going to go cry himself to sleep tonight. <laughs> and D.B. Weiss, their own Star Wars spinoff movies. So, so those are the Game of Thrones writers? Yeah, so they get like their own spinoff movies for Star Wars. I hope it's still what? appropriate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, now... <laughs> They have also announced that Star Wars, the TV series Star Wars, is now coming to the streaming app. So, oh, yeah. that's cool. I did know that George Lucas did have an idea for an original uh, Star Wars TV show, but uh, I think that was canceled after Disney bought it. So it's good that they're bringing yeah. all that original ideas back. So, okay. Yeah, it's going to be good. Yeah, thank you. Okay, so uh, I have one more. Um, it's about uh, the new movie trailer, Solo. Uh, yeah, has has everyone seen it so far? Yes. <laughs> uh, so I personally really liked it. Uh, I can see it more as a uh, Disney cash grab kind of thing, but it does look pretty cool. Like a different part of the story. I want to hear your guys' ideas. So I was on. So I watched on YouTube, and I saw this interesting comment that said, "Oh look, it's uh, the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy three. Because like, <laughs> and I saw a lot of. Uh, Comment saying it's not really, it doesn't have that Star Wars feel, but it looks really cool to me, so, yeah. My guess is that the villain in it will either be Bosk or Boba Fett. Ooh, so I know who Boba Fett is, but who is Bosk? Bosk is a bounty hunter that works with Boba Fett a lot. Ooh, okay, cool, that could be really cool. Um, Yes, he is. What? Okay, never mind. He's a <laughs> oh, okay. So, um, uh, I'm trying to. Anyone else have any feelings or anything? I know that there's a lot um, of secrets revealed throughout the trailer, uh, and it looks it looks pretty cool. But um, another point that I want to have on this is like just being able to see more of the background of the characters that come into Star Wars, like seeing where they came from and how they got into the series yeah i uh i like that aspect of it but i just hope that the you know the storyline is still up to par with uh uh the original trilogy or even just rogue one but so uh i watched the trailer during the super bowl and when the new like when he first goes into the millennium falcon it looks so good like, it doesn't look run down or anything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It just shows that Han Solo is a bad housekeeper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm excited to see how he met Chewie and how be- they became great friends. And- yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Because, uh, yeah. Anyone else have anything? No? Okay, we have one more news article. Uh, as we shuffle around really quick. You read an article. Getting ready. Mm-hmm. 
did you do with that? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> All right. So this is Scott. And um, I was looking over an article about, from the Daily Mail website, and it's talking about some of the most um, expensive collector toys that um, that are that are around still. They're obviously hard to find. You know that's why they cost so much money. But if you guys were to guess, like from the last I don't know twenty years, two or three movies that produced the most expensive toys and souvenirs, what would you guys think? Beauty and the Beast teacups. <laughs> <laughs> Can you cut him out later? <laughs> Mitchell's reading right over my shoulder. That was gonna no, be <laughs> spoiler alert. <laughs> Um, there's a couple of other movies. Like, what would you guys think? I know what they are. I want to hear. You what already you guys, know what they are. Yeah, so you, I know what they are. You've read them. Anybody yeah. else? Just take a guess. So, am I correct about the teacups? <laughs> We're ignoring you for now. Anything else? Animated mm -hmm. shows, right? Obviously. So, I thought this was this was pretty interesting. Um, so, I'm seeing a lot, of, and of course, this isn't a complete list. I think they put just kind of a sampling of what they have here. But there's like a lot of things from Toy Story. Uh, from Beauty and the Beast and Aladdin, um, which you know those are those are some of my favorite um, anim or animated Disney shows over the year. Um, but as Mitchell already spoiled, <laughs> the most valuable, which I don't understand this, but I'm not in you know into to collecting and buying and selling this stuff. But it's an original Beauty and the Beast tea set. Ooh, it doesn't fancy. look like I know, right? <laughs> um, looks like it's got what's her name, Mrs. Potts, Chip, couple of her kids. And I don't know how much this would have gone for originally, of course, but but it says you can get for up to like almost $1,400 for it. Wow. I don't know. So if any of you guys have one at home, I'm looking at a couple <laughs> of you assuming that you have one at home. <laughs> I do not. <laughs> Thanks, Mitchell. Um, there's some other wild stuff like there's a there's an Aladdin plush genie soft toy for $980. Ooh. Ooh. Like, and I don't, right? I don't understand why that would, that would cost so much money, but I'd like to look into this a little bit more and, yeah. and find out. I'm assuming that those are like auction prices. Yeah, right? I'm sure that's auction prices and that's going to vary wildly, right? With, with, you know, the type of auction and who's there and all that. But yeah, what was the other one? There's one more I wanted to mention. Oh, there's a, let's see. I think it was an Aladdin VHS tape that was like... Oh no! It's it is Beauty and the Beast. So a 1992 VHS tape of Beauty and the Beast will give you like 700 bucks. Wow! I and do I, know, and that, I guarantee I, I, I've got I, one of those. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if it's like a special edition. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure it's like, yeah. you know, not touched by children. You know, <laughs> I did. Condition. I do know that that one originally went for about 25 dollars. Really? Yeah. Was it like a collector's edition or something? I like, believe. Do you know? I think it was just like a special feature type thing. I don't know. It may be an original. It had to have been because I know t you know tons of those videos existed. Yeah. I mean, everybody had one, and this says like it was only in in print for like a year, so it must have been some you know some special some special printing of it or something. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, you guys, you know, bring all your bring all your Bell watches in. I know there's some expensive Bell watches. But I bet you guys have two. <laughs> there you go. I thought it was kind of interesting. Hey, thank you. All right, so that wraps up Tomorrowland Bugle. We're go ahead. We're gonna go ahead and get into Miscellaneous Matterhorn.
All right, welcome to Miscellaneous Matterhorn. In this segment, I'm just going to kind of ask the audience just kind of uh, what their favorite food is and just kind of some of their favorite memories. So, uh, who wants to start? I'll start. Hey, this is Spencer. Okay. Um, my favorite food, I can't think what it is, but the Monte Cristo sandwich. Um, Where is that at? It's, yeah. No, it's not by There's the Blue Bayou. It's in New Orleans Square. New Orleans Square? There's one in New Orleans Square. Isn't there one? What is, what's the place right across from uh, the treehouse? Uh, the French. Oh, wait. Uh, Riverbell Terrace or French Market? French Market. French Market? Yeah. Yeah, so that one, the one that has like the mint julep like bar. The Monte Cristo Reuben sandwich or something like that. Oh, I don't know anything about that. but Delicious. <laughs> okay, I'll have to try it. Uh Hey, thank you. Um, anyone else's favorite food? Yes, this is Kevin, and I think my favorite food has to be the the heart attack uh, corn dog. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, now you're talking. Yes, yes that is it's a hundred dollar corn dog, but worth <laughs> it. Yes, or you know, now that I'm thinking about it, that uh, mystery turkey bacon um viking leg yeah that mystery meat actually (laughs) you walk around disneyland you just see someone eating this giant turkey leg and you think oh he's a viking it's it's one of those things it's like hey that looks like a great idea and then you get it and you're like not so much (laughs) hey does anyone know anyone that has finished an entire leg on their own no No, i've never eaten it i've never had the gut to try try and get it it no never They're good. Awful. I want somebody to uh, post something that tells us what that meat really is, because that's a legit question. <laughs> <laughs> they say it's a turkey leg, but it smells like bacon. <laughs> I'd like to see the whole turkey. How big do you think that turkey is? <laughs> the leg's four feet long, right? <laughs> that's exactly right. That's exactly right. It might be a prehistoric dinosaur or something. Okay. <laughs> oh, what if they've been hiding dinosaurs this entire time? Just think of that. <laughs> just in the back of Disneyland somewhere, just yeah. hiding dinosaurs. Disregard Mitchell, please. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I got two new things to try, the turkey leg and the Monte Cristo sandwich. Um, anyone else have a favorite food they want to get off their chest? Some Churros. Yes. I churros. have to agree. Yeah, churros. The- Popcorn. Okay, mm. I've never tried the popcorn. I'll have to try that too. Spaghetti. You walk through there and it's just... Follows you. The aroma <laughs> just follows your nose. What are those things called? Like the beignets? Ooh. Yeah, beignets are really good. Now Say it talking. again. One of my favorites are the beignets down by Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. What are they? They're kind of like, like scones. They're, they're like yeah. scones. Scones. Yeah. And they're covered, covered in, like in powdered sugar. Powdered sugar. So they have so amazing. Um, downtown Disney, too. The uh, friend. Oh. Jazz Kitchen? The no. Jazz Kitchen, yes. Yeah. They have the beignets down there. Mm-hmm. From New Orleans. Yes. Those are... This is diabetes, but it's And good. by the way, they actually they actually sell... I think in Smith's, they sell the batter, the box of batter. No, actually, you have to order it. Oh. Online. Oh. You can order from the like, batter and make your own. Ooh. Yeah. Like official Disney ooh. stuff? It's it's from that Jazz Kitchen. Ah. But it's the ones that they make there. Those those are my favorite treats of all the park, and I've had, like, different flavors. Oh, Like, uh-huh. at Christmas, I had, like, the candy cane ones. Mm-hmm. 
And then at Halloween, they have like the caramel butterscotch one, right? Yeah, I didn't get those. The other one I had, which I didn't think I would like, but I did. It was covered in, it was like lemon flavored, but it had gold sparkles Mm. all over it. It was like a hidden treasure pirate thing. I like. Those are my favorite. I went over Halloween and I actually, there's one, it was like uh, orange cream or something. It was, yeah, it was really good. It like had an orange popsicle taste to it. Okay, so uh, anyone else favorite food? Some guilty pleasure they want to get off their chest? Uh, yeah, I can. Hey guys, it's Mitchell again. <laughs> and uh, so when it comes to my favorite food, it kind of bounces between like three different things. Uh, some days it can be orange chicken. From Disneyland, they have orange chicken in Disneyland. Do we have to? Is it? Oh, I thought. This is a Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I thought you just Mitchell, meant. I thought you just podcast. meant Mitchell. <laughs> they probably have orange chicken somewhere in Disneyland. <laughs> Mitchell, pass the mic along. <laughs> just no. let it. I'm just gonna mention it: orange chicken, <laughs> ribs, and lasagna. Little Caesar's pizza. Okay. 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 I thought you just meant Bob Ross. <laughs> Bob Ross. <laughs> 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 just food in general. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Brain has something to say. So over at the <laughs> Cozy Cone Motel. They have mac and cheese and a cone. Yeah. It's the best thing bacon ever. Yeah, bacon, uh, bacon and you can eat the cone too. How about the dull pineapple whip? Ooh. Oh yeah, classic. Classic. Just everything at Disneyland, you know? Yeah, I don't know if it's just from walking around and getting really hungry or because it is actually really good. I don't know. But okay. Let's move on to favorite rides. Favorite rides? Anyone. Hey, it's Isaac again. Um, I like Pirates of the Caribbean just because of the smell. Yes. Yes. It's true. It is very true. It's Another... Sorry to interrupt. Mitchell. <laughs> Another cool thing about the Pirates of the Caribbean ride is I... One day... Uh, uh, <laughs> can't remember. Jack Sparrow... Uh, his, he, Jack Sparrow... Was actually there, and Johnny and he Johnny Depp. Yes, thank you. <laughs> and yeah, he surprised people, and it was actually I wasn't there. I saw on YouTube, but it seemed like a pretty cool. Thank you. Thing to thank, do. You. <laughs> thank you. Thank <laughs> you. All right, Sterling's back. It's it's me. Uh, my favorite ride is when you sit in the front on Space Mountain and you get all that wind in your face. Oh, that is cool. Good call. It's cool. Classics. I have to say, classics are probably the best. Classics are really good. My favorite ride is the new Guardians of the Galaxy, which is the redone Tower of Terror. Yeah, I, I was very skeptical of that when it first came out because I was thinking, you know, they're taking one of, I don't know if you could call it a DCA classic, but it was a very... I know, I really liked it. So it was hard for me to see it leave, but I think it's probably one of my favorite rides now. I was surprised. I was surprised how much I liked that one cuz I was I was there the last day that Tower of Terror was open. Oh wow. And uh and I didn't want it to leave. I was really disappointed. Yeah. Didn't love the movie, but I liked that one. I think my favorite rides are Pirates and then Cars. Oh, That's just yeah. kind of my my speed. Yeah. Those dark rides, good classic dark rides, but Guardians of the Galaxy is excellent. Mm-hmm. It was way good. Um you can't tell me that everyone doesn't rush to Toy Story or Buzz Lightyear and the, probably go to that, those rides probably the most every time you go. 
Um, yeah, the Buzz Lightyear one and the other Toy Story one. They're both from Toy Story, right? Yes. Um, yeah, I guess those are my favorite because you can actually interact with the ride and there's like high scores and stuff, I guess. How can you always yeah. lose if it's your favorite ride? Hurry, <laughs> right, say that yeah. one more time. Sorry, just next to the mic. It's your favorite ride, but you always lose, right, Morgan? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who, who knows some of the secrets on Buzz Lightyear of where some of the locations are to shoot to get the most points? Let's see who knows. Uh, well, sometimes when the ride stops to, because the line's backed up, uh, the targets are still open. So if you just spam the shoot button, you get a ton of points. Wouldn't that be considered cheating? <laughs> yes. Spencer, don't, we don't like you got to do what you got to do. What you got to do like cheating. to win. Get that Galactic Hero stuff. Who has the highest score? Uh, my dad got... Here, oh. Rain, talking to the mic. Okay, Jeez. so when we last went, my dad got the high score of the day with over 3 million points. Oh, holy... He, we got stuck on the ride right in front of Zerg, and he just kept spamming the trigger <laughs> right at Zerg's chest and got 50,000 points every time he hit it. Is that what he told you? Because I know your dad, and I know he cheats. <laughs> yes. Did you, did you get a picture of it at the end? Yeah, we did. Oh. Legit. Okay. I'll legit. have to. Uh, legit. To, legit. Legit to quit. Okay. Um. Any other favorite rides? Let's see. Yeah, Andrew. Oh, Andrew. Okay. Hey. Um. I'm Andrew. Uh. And Will. I haven't been to Disneyland since I was like five. We can't so. be friends. Your parents <laughs> are lame. Um. <laughs> Get out. Well, one of the rides that I remember and liked, I suppose, it was like this weird space-like looking thing that you could like pull back on the lever and you'd go up, or you could pull it down and you'd go down. The rockets. Yes, the rockets. Oh, the rockets. I think you're thinking yeah. of Lagoon. <laughs> you know, I very well could be. <laughs> For all, yeah. For all, for all the listeners who don't know what Lagoon is, it's just one of the uh, amusement parks here in Utah. So, yeah. Well, <laughs> thank you, Andrew. Yeah. Um, Mitchell, you're done. You're being cut off. Mitchell, Mitchell, you are cut off. You are cut off. Travis, Travis, what is your favorite ride? All right. Hey, this is Travis, and uh, my favorite ride is uh, I don't know what it's called, but it's the bobsled one. Matterhorn, Matterhorn, yeah, that one's really fun. Oh, that was really cool. Yeah. I love Cannonball. That's my favorite. Cannonball. Cannonball. Oh, that's Lagoon. Jeez, Spencer, stop it. Okay. Um, I think we're good on Disney rides. Oh yeah, Sterling, go ahead. Quick, uh, going back to Kim Possible. I've actually seen every episode of every season. Really? Yes. Good job. All right. Yay! Yay! <laughs> that is a major accomplishment alright thank you everyone uh, thank you live studio audience for being here today Woo! you're welcome your fans want more Mitchell don't worry <laughs> uh, so thank you again everyone thank you for listening and thanks for tuning in